God bless you for joining the Wisdom Moment with God's Oracle, Prophet Benjamin Forjo. Subscribe, stay connected, and be blessed. I was praying and then God spoke to me carefully. God told me that I should speak on a topic, the concept of prophecy. God told me, I don't know, I told you from the beginning, anytime I come on Facebook Live, I come with a mindset, come and speak about the holiness, to exhort people, to make people know that they have backslided from from from, from where they've fallen from. We, we don't preach to condemn people, but we preach purpose and understand that you are backsliding. So come back to where you've fallen from. So some people be like, ah, what does this pastor always ponder over sin? Hasn't, hasn't sin lost his power over human beings? Mind. Even Christ was tempted when he came in the flesh. So as long as you live in, in this life, human beings would, I mean, sin will tempt you. But the very moment you keep on hearing God's word, anytime you keep on hearing God's word, anytime you keep on hearing God's word, you get liberated from the spots of the enemy. Please, today I want to have a teaching summit. Yes, Prophet Samuel says that 15th to 22nd of July, Boya and Dwala. With Olubaba Benjamin, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So today I'll be having, uh, I'm going to have a teaching segment. You know, I'll be inviting the prophet online. So, Professor, please don't sleep. I'll be inviting prophet online so they can tell us what prophecy really means. Please pay attention. Pay attention. You know, there are so many people living in this dispensation because of the things that other people have said, or because they encountered false prophet. Or because they met somebody that told them something wrong about their life. They have this mindset that prophecy doesn't exist. There are some people that call themselves Christians. They hold Bible and they believe that prophecy is fake. There are some people, they believe that there's no way God can speak to somebody unto you. You know, we live in a generation and whereby so many people have this skeptical mindset over the prophetic. But how does it mind? You are not a true Christian until you understand prophecy. The Bible says in the book of Revelation that the spirit of prophecy mm, is the testimony of Jesus. So as you, to prove the existence of Christ in this life, to prove that Christ is not dead, to prove that we have the power and the potential to speak about God is prophecy. I repeat. Are you with This Christian journey you see so came out as a result of prophecy. The Bible says there were all prophets that prophesied, saying that a child shall be born and the, and the soul and the government will be on the shoulder. So prophecy came out as a resource. Or let me say, sorry, Christianity came out as a resource of prophecy. So anybody that doubt the prophetic ministry, you're not Christian. Pay attention. Please, the fact you met a fake prophet and they told you something wrong doesn't mean that all prophets are the same. The fact somebody told you something and then they give you a date and a time for it manifestation and the any happen doesn't mean that all prophets are fake. Please have this in mind. We live in a special system where people run to God in times of trouble. You know, it looks like in the olden days, people used to run to demonic oracles to go and seek for a solution. But it looks like because of this prophetic anointing, people now see people now see prophetic anointing or prophet as 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 seed sowers. You know, they see you and they tell you something. So people's mindset are like, let me go to church and let me hear what the prophet says about my life. That is what people really have. But have this in mind. The true concept of prophecy means this. The true meaning of prophecy means this. Please pay attention. Have it in mind. This prophetic anointing. It is God brought into being for edification, for conviction, for consolation, for encouragement. I repeat, 
this prophetic anointing God brought prophecy into being all because God wants it to edify the church please have this in mind in this generation you can't live without prophecy in fact your living in this world is actually as a result of a prophet spoken by somebody somewhere which they didn't know the prophetic anointing God brought it to being because it came for edification conviction, consolation correction, encouragement are getting me so please prophecy is not calling names and phone numbers no, that's a prophecy the reason why we tell you phone numbers and names eh, is to make you understand that God knows everything about you so any young prophet watching me now if you tell somebody something by the spirit of a living God and you are not able to mention him don't feel that you have prophesied please the Bible says that Christ called John the Baptist the greatest prophet ever not because he called names but because he spoke of the holiness of God in this entire prophecy is no names prophecy is not house numbers I repeat anything that we tell you anything we tell you by the spirit of God is a prophecy but have it in mind that in the era of prophecy we have it in chambers we have word of knowledge word of wisdom we have thought telling I'm teaching something look at me you can come to me to church and I'll tell you the young lady I said something over your life I hear God telling me that in five days from now there's going to be a strong rain over you this is the actual prophecy the actual mind of God for you but you know in this conversation that anybody can say that I see God blessing you anybody can tell you I see God raising you but to prove to you that it is you that God is speaking about God now tells me your name and I tell you or I pick out something minute about your life that nobody knows and then I tell you Jesus said that Nathaniel you believed in me because I told you I saw you under the victory and I said indeed you are an Israelite so please I repeat if you go to church eh, and the prophet does not call the name out doesn't mean your prophet hasn't prophesied please church we shouldn't we shouldn't turn prophecy into our own game you know you know it looks like when they go to church and eh, it's like people want the prophet to tell them something they want to hear it's not prophecy prophecy is actually the mindset that God has towards you what God wants to tell you so every prophecy not all prophecy might come in your favor and please some prophecies are for edification correction, conviction, consolation. So, depending on the assignment that God wants to give to you. There are times when Isaiah will go and warn the people of Israel because of the sins they were committing. You know, people go to church in this end time. When they go to church, it's like, 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 they, it's like they went to the trouble and they want the pastor to tell them what they're going through. So if the pastor doesn't tell them what they're going through, they're like, the pastor is not sharp or God is not in this church. It's not so. Sometimes, I repeat, what you see as a burden might be little and nothing before God. What you see as a, as a problem might be nothing before God. 
have it in mind eh, that the prophetic anointing is meant to bring you closer to God. And have it in mind that you are a human being, you only see the physical. God sees in the spirit realms. So, it is, so you should be privileged that even God even opens something about you somewhere. Are you to me? So when you go to church and then your cast is not located, does it mean that God is not there? The pastor is telling you what God can tell you. And that's the most important part of your life, that's prophecy. Am I speaking sense here? So please, you know, don't don't think, don't think, don't think that that because you went to church and the pastor couldn't mention your name or the pastor couldn't tell you something deep about your life or don't think that because the pastor couldn't call your name so you think that that the pastor is not sharp God decides to tell his servants what they should say anybody or any true servant of God would at the truth get to the spirit to hear what God has in mind for the people that's prophecy please look at me you don't go to church. Don't go to church. And then tell the prophet something. And then in a way, you want the prophet to turn things in your favor for you. It won't work. Forget. You know, people have this mindset. Hmm, that when they go to church, they can sow any seed before God. And then they would, Bishop Stephen K. God bless you, sir. It's like, when they go to church, they give the prophet a seed. And in a way, they want the prophet to change. They want the prophet to change something from them. A lady came to some time ago and told me that she's dating a married man. So she was giving me a seat. So I changed, so I changed the mindset of the man towards her. Such blasphemy. Now, she was like, ah, prof, since you are closer to God, Speak to God on my behalf. Let why don't you let God? Why don't you let God you know change the mindset of the man towards me in my favor? Because this seed that's not prophecy. Please, God has interest in saving the souls of men, but God is not willing to do things that will favor you. God must do things that will please him, God, in order to bless you. I get to me. You don't you, you don't choose how God should bless you. I told you, God has no God is no respecter of persons, but respecter of principles. So don't go to church thinking that you can give the prophet anything and then he would not change. Please look at me. Look at me. I'll be honest with you. I'll be very honest with you. I'll be very honest with you. Irrespective of the of the higher rankings in which a prophet will put in, if God hasn't permitted the prophet to flow, he can do. Irrespective of the covenant that God has drawn with the servant, God can choose to break whatever he has said. You can't do God anything. I'm speaking here. So please pay attention. Don't think. That because your name was not mentioned, doesn't mean you're not prophesied to. Prophecy contains three things your past, present, and your future. People have this mindset 
people have this mindset that prophecy is meant to tell me about the future that is foretelling that's what it's you know prophecy i told you this prophecy it is meant to save your soul from the afflicts of the enemy so i can see you i can see you and then i god can make me enter your life spiritually and then we'll realize that why your trouble is coming from it is coming from somewhere so i will speak of the past tell you of the present situation in your current state then tell you what you ought to do in this end time to have a bright future that's prophecy so god only conclude god only conclude prediction you know people have this mindset people people rate prediction with prophecy people think that prophecy is predicting future it's always so even some boomers can predict because the prophecy you know the word prophecy uh, it's it's that that word prophecy the word prophecy mm, it is something that god has given to his prophet i told you before that anytime god wants to do anything god raises a prophet a prophet is a mouthpiece of god i told you life eh? you need the hands of a prophet to shift your destiny pay attention christ called john the baptist a prophet do you know why attention second chronicles 20 verse 20 the bible says believe in god and you will succeed but believe in his prophet and you shall prosper pay attention in english language there are two things here it says in order to succeed in life believe in god it says when things are bad for you believe in god but for god to move you from that chapter of success into prosperity to have a living testimony you need a prophet so God does nothing until the hand of a prophet has touched you. So when Christ came, Christ knew the principle in the spirit. So Christ had to submit himself unto the prophet called John the Baptist in order for him to be anointed. Or because the Bible says after Christ was not baptized, the heavens were opened because the prophet opened for him to do so. I get me. So God raises generals as you know, respect the children of God to you. I'm asking here. I'm asking here. So God will not do anything without the prophet. But pay attention. Prophecy. Prophecy. It is a sure word given by God spontaneously into the spirit of a man onto the guarded souls. It is a sure word given by the spirit of God into the being. Of the prophet speaking unto the guided souls, so I might not always tell you of the future, but sometimes I will start with your past and the present and the future. That's prophecy. Trust me. Hey, look at me. Why do I say this? I told you the fundamental reason why Christ had to come and die hmm, was to bridge the gap between a sinless God and a sinful one. I repeat. The fundamental reason why Christ had to die was to bridge the gap between a sinless God and a sinful man. Have it in mind that human beings were deserted from, from, from God. So Christ had to bring us back to himself. That was why the blood had to fall on the altar. But have it in mind that there are spiritual principles. These principles were, were, were made without even our knowledge. Have it in mind that there is a rule in the spiritual realms. Hmm? That God can't operate until a human being has realized that something is wrong somewhere. Please, it is true that the death of Christ brought about liberation. 
So some people don't believe or some people don't think why should we pray against altars? They're like, ah, if the death of Christ produced freedom, then why should I pray against why should they should I pray against altars? Please have this in mind. Have this in mind. Hey, the death of Christ was meant to bring us closer to God and to open our eyes to the hidden things the enemy had actually kept away from us. The strength of the devil is to ignore us about his technicalities. Pardon. Have it in mind that there are things that be done spiritually. And God becomes incapable without the voice of a human being. As in God has given this act to us, as Jesus said, the prince of this world is coming, but he has nothing inside me. This act belongs to human beings. The spirit, the children belongs to God. And God has set this law that before I operate in the physical domain, the mouth of, a, of, 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 of the mouth of a man has to speak. I get me here. Now, somebody might have spoken and said something. And because they've made an agreement, God is not permitted to work until you not come out from it. I'm not thinking here. I'm not thinking here. So, some people have this mindset that, ah, why should we pray against demonic altars? Even after God died, I told you, the fundamental reason was to bridge the gap between a sinless God and a sinful man. To bring us back and then to open our eyes to know what the enemy has already cut away from us. The concept of prophecy. I told you, this prophetic time will go for prophetic ministry. Because there are so many souls that have been delivered to prophecy. Please never, never, never insult prophetic ministry because, because if you tamper with the prophetic ministry, you are tempting the destiny. I told you, Christianity came out as a resource of prophecy. I repeat, the prophecy that is coming out of the mouth of the prophet might not always favor you. But this is what God has in mind for you. I am I'm going somewhere. God might not always say what you want to hear. Anytime you go to church mm, and you are pampered in the things you do, you feel comfortable in the act you do without any hammering from any prophet, either by word of wisdom or by anything. There's something wrong somewhere. Because prophecy will not only comfort you, it will warn you too. Any prophecy does, that does not come with any any holiness instruction. Without any holiness instruction, what they keep on telling you going to prosper, going to prosper, there's something wrong somewhere. Please. Some people ask themselves, how come all the prophets of this end time, anytime they open their mouth, they keep on seeing death, they keep on seeing death, they keep on seeing death. Why is God not showing any other thing again? Please, if you go to church and the pastor sees that the enemy has prophesied death attack against you, is the pastor not permitted to speak about it? Because it looks like when we tell people that the enemy has planted an attack, oh, Pastor Niso Stakia boy, God bless you, sir. I love you, sir. If they go to church and the pastor says, I see death attack, they're like, ah, why is he saying death attack, death attack, death attack, death attack? But it's like, 
when if, if this person is to die they'll be like how come this person just came from church and the pastor could not see that a death attack was prepared for them please pay attention God has a plan God has something mandated for every human being I have it in mind the demons try to contend with what God has in mind for human beings and one of the easiest ways where this is attempted with is through a death attack so we don't tell you you're going to die we're going to scare you we are telling you that this is what the enemy has plotted because this is what the animals used to do to temper their destiny on, on Thursday I told you I said the richest place in this world is the cemetery do you know why? because in the cemetery there are so many things that are going to shine forth so don't blame pastors when they tell you eh, that they see the attack if the enemy was to temper your destiny to that thing you know I told you believers want to hear what, what they think is good for them please you did not create God so you can be sent for God So, we tell you what God tells us to tell you. Are you getting me? So, it is not a crime when a pastor tells you that pray against a death attack. Please, I don't see any wrong thing. I mean, you are adamant. You are adamant for God to tell you hmm, that pray against death attack. What if God didn't tell you anything like that? Sometimes believers, we shouldn't allow evil things of this will corrupt your mindset. You are wise. You shouldn't, you shouldn't get fooled. Bible carefully, you will realize from the time of Isaiah through to Jeremiah, God kept on mentioning one particular message unto them. You will die if you don't repent. You will definitely repent. I mean, it's a one that God was God God could sound this one for like for like a hundred years on stop. So please, when they tell you they see death attack, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean they're going to die. They tell you that this is what you are supposed to do to break that evil attack. So don't think that we, we, we tell you death attack to make you that no. Please, prophecy is meant to bring you to God. So I tell you this. We tell you things that are hidden from the eyes of the physical eyes, for the physical person. And we tell you this will break you. Please, your physical eyes can only see what is permitted to see. But spiritually, we see high and beyond and tell you what God has meant for you. So please, have this in mind. When I tell you I see death attack, it doesn't mean you're going to die. It simply means a pregnant set. But sometimes the way the prophet would actually transmit the message to you makes it scary. Depending from the background of the prophet. Some prophets, they were trained by some spiritual fathers. And most young prophets look at their fathers and they pick up the way of ministration. So in a way, they, they so much love them that they pick the way, the minister. So in the course of administration, they speak out of fear. Or because they want you to understand the potential of what they are saying. Are you getting me? Some of the prophets grew up on the fathers. And due to that, they transmit the message given by God unto you with the way they were taught. So sometimes the prophet might sound harsh unto you. Don't focus on what the, don't focus on the action. 
focus on the word because it is in the word that comes for prosperity. I must be here. You know, some prophets are not educated, so they speak raw as they hear. Some are educated, so they know how to add physical wisdom to spiritual wisdom, and they make sure they don't they don't divert the true word of God spoken by God unto them. Are you getting me? Focus on the word. Focus on the word. Focus on the word because it is in the word that carries your prosperity. I told you, hey, anybody, or let me say, any believer, right? Any strong believer cannot be killed by a witch. I repeat, no, no strong. No strong, no strong, no strong believer, any Christian cannot be cannot be killed by a witch. I'll tell you why. Some people say the Lord refused to redeem. I bet you that thing is not scriptural, it's not in the scriptures. It is pastors that have come out from their own personal revelations, and it said that for God being able to reveal this thing, meaning God is able to redeem it. And it has become a quote of the day, but it's not scriptural. Please, I repeat, every time a prophecy comes over a destiny, there is always a condition and a direction attached to it. When the word is spoken by a man of God unto you, before a type of manifestation, two things are there direction and condition. I'll come to that. Let me come back here. When I tell you, I see death as a new life. What you should do is, Father, what do I do? I was saying that no believer, no strong Christian can be killed by a witch. Do you know why? Spiritually, every strong, notorious, holy, holiness Christian is a person eh, that's on fire. And no witch can touch them. You can't. In fact, witches are too small. No demons can go close to them now. Which hmm, that succeeded in killing a believer, these were Christians that refused to obey the condition and the direction attached to the manifestation that had to come to pass. Are you getting me? Please, 95 95% obedience to the word of God is still disobedience. I repeat, 95% of obedience to God's word mm, is still disobedience what God demands from you is your 100% obedience to him God sees disobedience as a sin please God has given every human being's will to them but how is he mind that God can't lack God doesn't lack God will never lack you need God for God to bless you God doesn't need you you need God are you to me so anytime a word is spoken of a destiny, have it more automatically it comes with a condition and direction before it manifestation. So when the people refuse to obey the condition and direction, that's when the enemy have chance to enter inside. Because spiritually things are clear, things are seen clear. Spiritually, things are seen clear. I had a vision one time. In the vision, hmm, 
I saw the head of a human being. Pay attention. The head I saw, I saw two people. One was color blue, one was color red. The red brain had so many demons around it. The blue brain had so many angels around it. God told me, but you set this red brain and the thing of evil and did that demons are close to him. That was when I knew that human beings do just not fall from the grace in which they are just by committing one sin. It is actually a daily process of the mind. The enemy has stolen their mind, stolen their heart. So it's like they're weak. Their soul is weak. No wonder the Bible says that we should renew our mind by God's word. Am I right? Good. Now how do you mind? Anytime you disobey the voice of God, it's clear in the spirit. All because there are some kind of angels that can't come and stand by you. I repeat, every assignment in this world hmm, is orchestrated by a particular angel. Attention. So anytime God speaks a word unto you and you disobey to God, that angel leaves you and gives the enemy chance to fight you. I said, every prophecy, before its manifestation, it comes with a condition and a direction. When people refuse to obey these two things, they now begin to doubt the existence of God. Please, you can't quarrel God into, into an answer. Have you ever seen a chicken chasing a goat before? No. Not this man. The concept of so, so these are the things people don't know. So people have they know they don't know. So when they hear death attack, death attack, they're like, why is everybody saying death attack? Because we are seeing death attack without death attack. Please look at me. Huh? In this dispensation, I told you. I said before your prophecy can, can, can come forth, can be manifested, it has two things, your conditions and direction. The things you are meant to do, not to do, the things you're supposed to live on, and from there, you can go on. Look at me. One of the reasons why Samson, as of BB here, if you say, let him send me a request, please. You know, one, one, of, one of the reasons why Samson could not manifest what God had for him was because he forgot the sanctity of his ministry. Number two, he forgot the implication of his birth. Number three, he forgot the kind of spiritual visitation that took place before he came to being. Number four, he forgot that there was a destiny over his life. Please, what the enemy needs from you is your life. What devil wants is to your life. So sometimes they will, they will try to make prophecy look so weird to you or scary to you. But you know, one, one of the greatest gifts to go to Christianity is prophecy. Any church that lacks prophecy is a dead church. It's probably here. Look at me. Hey, one of the reasons why prophecy do not manifest is number one. One of the reasons why prophecy do not manifest is because whenever the prophecy is given to people, number one, people do not believe the prophecy with their heart. Some do believe, some don't even write it down. Number three, I told you, in this world, nothing moves, nothing moves God like holiness. There's a part 
Now holiness clicks in prophecy manifestation. There is a part holiness plays when it comes into destiny manifestation. One of the major reasons why God blessed why God blessed Joseph was because of the faith that this guy had for God. Look at me. Anytime a prophecy is given to you and they tell you that I see God about to bless you. Look at me. When they tell you, I see God about to bless you. Look at me. As soon as I tell you that word, it is, oh God, it is what God has in mind for you. But have it in mind that it can be changed. God doesn't lie. But God can change his words. Depending on the attitude of the human being. God is not a man that he will lie. Have it in mind. Anytime prophecy proceeds from the mouth of any human being, you play an important role in the prophetic manifestation. In every spiritual encounter, the presence of the man is needed. Pay attention. God doesn't lie, but God can change his mouth. When a prophecy is given to you, it is only a clear view of the future that God has in mind for you. That doesn't mean that's meant to happen. Yes, if you can only obey, obey what God has meant for you. All right, fine. I get me. People receive prophecy, and then they live, they live, they live opposite what God has meant for them. Please, a wise man said. The troubles of your life began the very moment you disconnected from God. You can't be a lukewarm Christian and still expect grace to cover you. It's important. It can't work. Are you getting me? You can't live anyhow and still expect prophets to manifest. Never. I preached on Facebook Live on Thursday. Somebody commented saying, but no matter what we do on in this world, we cannot be as perfect as God. We can't be as holy as God. We can't be as perfect as God wants us to be. So we should speak more on the love that God has for human beings than to speak and to condemn people. And say, young man, I'm not in the position to condemn people. I'm not God. But have this in mind. In this world in which we are, anytime the enemy wants to take you away. He makes sin look too normal to you. He even makes sin look like a second option to you. The enemy even allows sin mm, to become a shortcut to your destiny. But have it in mind that any word that proceeds from the mouth of God has no shortcut. It comes to direction. And there's a part holiness placed inside. Most people have this mindset. Mm, that when they go to church, as soon as a prophecy is given, it's meant to happen. No! I to me. There is there is a part. Your holiness must call God forth. You know, your life must pick up. You know, your life must must glorify God. So when your life is impure, it can't manifest. Because the land, you, the soil is not fertile. It can't. It can't. Because the spirit with you will not even connect with God's word. It can't happen. Please, you can't sleep with a woman. And still expect the anointing you want. It can't come. It can't. It won't come. 
I'm here with you. Please, you can't be sleeping with a man in a house and you be praying for husband. It won't come. Please, you can't be praying for, for miracle money when you are doing fake things. It, it won't come. Please have this amount. Anybody that God ever exalted in this in the, in the Bible where people that live their life totally depending on God. I'm not going to hear. Please, when the prophecy is delivered over your life, one of the most important things to do, number one, make sure your life is right with God. Because when your life is impure, forget it, it can't. Sometimes some people understand me. Hey, there was a if you know that if you know the velocity eh, that can, that that the enemy takes away from you when you sin, you won't sin again. If you only know the delay, if you know if you only know the delay in destiny when you sin, you be very careful of your actions. Trust me. I, I get it. Me. You can't live anyhow. And still, it can happen. Uh, do you know there are so many young men of God that are praying for anointing? Father, let me pray. It, and you, you, you can't prophesy. You can't do anything. All because you are filthy. After prophecy, what next? Number one, your life must be pure. I told you. What stands you out in this dispensation is the love you have for God. I mean, you should, you should, you should be happy that God has even located you. But I demand that the devil has not yet been bound by God yet. So the devil has every right to walk up to God and to battle with God on your behalf. Zechariah 3 verse 1. The Bible says, and the Lord opened my eyes, and I saw Joshua the high priest standing on the left hand side of the devil. Attention. In the olden days, the only people that were permitted to see God were the high priest. The Bible says that the high priest was, at, was accused by the devil and he was standing at the left hand side. How come somebody who could see God face to face was not accused by the devil? Attention. Please, holiness plays part in destiny. Anytime a prophecy is given to you, have this in mind that God wants to establish an intimate link with you. Pay attention. When I tell you I don't have money, God simply means that connect with me and let me teach you how to get the money. Don't be a pagan. Don't be, don't be like other people. Holiness plays part in destiny. Number two. Oh, normally I'm I'm waiting for Prof. Bibi. I'll go very soon. I'll, I'll, I'll open questions very soon. I'll, I'll, I'll make you ask questions very soon so we can resume there. Look at me. Look at me. I will never stop saying this in here. Huh? One of the sins that the enemy is using to steal destiny is the area of fornication the area of sex in my country you see the area of pap of, of mommy and papa mommy and papa one of the easiest ways 
that the enemy is using to destroy destiny is in the area of fornication. Let me be honest with you. I'm telling you what God told me. Attention. The very moment you were conceived, the very moment your mother gave back to you, your star appeared in the sky. Attention. Have it in mind that there was a particular garment that signifies your destiny. Let me explain why. In the Old Testament, to everybody that ever ministered before God, there was a type of there's a type of government that God gave to everybody. So it applies in the Israel kingdom. Every destiny or anybody that should become great, depending in which calling in which you flow, there was a kind, there was a kind of government placed over you. Have this in mind. Time you sleep with somebody in the way you have given the person a forehand over your destiny. Partition. One of the ways the enemy can break you easily is when they enter into your privacy. Let me explain. When you sleep with somebody spiritually, something happens. Have it in mind. You have guardian angels. Have it in mind. The guidance angels around you cannot look at sin. Have it in mind. Fornication is connected to the marine powers. Have it in mind. The very moment I begin to start having sexual affairs with you, instantly, instantly, in the rest of the spirit, it blows alarm. Why do I say this? This is a sin that when you commit, God says you do it against your own temple. It blows alarm. Spirit wake up from the sea, they come and stand by you both. When they stand by you both, this is what happens. They check the two of you. They might see that maybe the lady has a destiny with God. So now they now possess the man, being the weaker vessel, as you. Now, the very moment they possess the man, being the weaker vessel, the very moment the man inserts his private part into his private into you, and the very moment you start having sex, as the very moment it starts. Automatically, automatically, have it in mind the spirit that controls fornication will come and possess the man. Have it in mind, they begin to excrete everything that has been imputed into you from the beginning. So, when they realize that you are now empty, that's when the guy might now enter into blood covenant with you or do something nasty with you, and then they look at this thing somewhere. Let me say this provision here. Do you know that your menstrual blood, it is actually blood and water. And due to the word menses is connected to the moon. And due to the any time blood comes out for me, it means the moon has turned somewhere. I'll teach you that later. But I'll come back. When they insert this thing to you, they take out your gift from you and they place it somewhere. In your mind, You'll be waiting for a destiny to come forth. Or you'll be waiting for prophecy to manifest. But because you have already spoiled yourself, God gave that power to you. God gave the keys to you to enhance life. But because you give the devil chance, 
in a way you have placed your own destiny or your own prophecy in the mouth of an enemy so you have to come back to God now ask for forgiveness and then God will not trust you before bringing back the destiny Thank you for joining the Wisdom Moments. We know you are blessed. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God bless you.